my name's Kamal Chilangir, and I'm a photographer based out of Los Angeles. Hi there. I'm Han Yong Jung, a poet, artist, and publisher from South Korea. I published seven books of poetry in Korean and two anthologies in English, How to Make a Mink Coat and Children of Fire. You can find these two English anthologies in Amazon if you're interested in reading them. The piece I've shared in this issue of forecast number 10 is a prose poem from my fifth book of poetry, which is a collection of poems centered on the theme of genocide. It ex explores dramatic episodes from world history where genocide has occurred. For example, the Nazi genocide of the Jews is a well-known example, but there are countless other instances of cruelty in human history. The End of the World is a poem that depicts the tragedies of Kurdish people serving as another example. When it comes to murder, we hold the perpetrators legally accountable because taking one life destroys the entire world that includes that person. However, genocide is different. The Nazis had not only a few leaders like Hitler but also many collaborators who were normal people. This phenomenon, described by Hannah Arendt as the banality of evil, shows how ordinary people may un unknowingly side with evil when they are part of a group. Perpetrators of genocide may not feel guilty easily. Through this poem, I aim to highlight the importance of being vigilant against the ordinariness of evil, not only in historical events, but also in our everyday lives. Although my poem may seem to have a strong political and social message, it also reflects my respect for humanity and carries a gentle realism. Thank you. I think having read the poem, that was you know, a few times. I mean, it's pretty dark. So, you know, when I, 
kind of some of the immediate things that came to mind um, was using black and white. I think, you know, when you're expressing darker visuals or, you know, darker scenes, using black and white can really evoke um, kind of the emotions that, that are tied in with those darker scenes and have um, everyone dressed in black. Um, and then as the sunset, we had some lighting that kind of helped bring a little more drama effect to the scene. Again, just, just you know, referencing back to the story and kind of the, the darker nature of war and, and intertwining that imagery into that. As a street photographer coming into that point of view, um, I think there was a lot of improvisation that happened and, and just kind of creating on the spot. And I, I really like hands. Hands are a big part of kind of, you know, street photography in general. When, when you're out on the street and, you know, you can, you can get up close to people's hands. It, it, it tells a story, you know, just, just a pair of hands by themselves. Um, so I kind of wanted to take that point of view and bring it into, into the story. So, you know, Maya was there. Um, she's she's the dancer that, that was on the cover. Um, she just had great hair, and being able to bring every all the other dancers into that with their hands kind of surrounding her face, I think, was just a powerful image. I'm having so much fun with developing these types of photos and um, and visuals that you know, I, it's something I want to keep practicing at and keep growing spend more time on on real, really like conceptually developed shoots. I think I've spent a lot of my years just um, on the streets and you're kind of handed those photos, whereas now it's like there's a lot, it's coming from a whole different kind of thinking. And then, and then kind of, you know, towards the end of shoots, you have that freedom where you can, you can also dive back into seeing what, what happens in the moment. So it's, it's, yeah, once the scene is like set, then you can, it, I feel like you can really, you can really create some cool stuff.